This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Are you getting over seeing all of the weight loss ads at the moment? Oh my gosh, there is just so much around. It's so confusing. So this week's podcast is going to be all about looking at what you can do to lose weight without resorting to just absolutely ridiculous calorie restriction and crazy exercise regimes. So stick around for my top hacks for weight loss in 2023. Welcome to the Wellness Globe podcast. My name is Susie Garden, anti-aging naturopath and nutritionist, founder of the Globe Protocol, and I help women feeling stressed, flat, and older than they'd like regain their youthful energy and glow. Anti-aging is an inside job, and I know for sure that we can use specific foods, movement, mindset techniques, and build stress resilience to reduce our biological age and look and feel younger in our bodies and minds, as well as potentially lengthening our lifespan. I know that the knowledge and insights I share can change your life and the way that you approach your health, and I'm excited to help you glow. Let's get started. Hey everybody and um, welcome to this week's episode of the Wellness Glow podcast. I hope you're well, I hope you're happy. I know a lot of women I've been talking to in the last few days are like so happy the kids are back at school. So it's awesome. Um, if you haven't been able to listen for a few weeks over school holidays and look back through the last few episodes, I've got a few really kind of interesting episodes that are all about different questions that I've been getting asked. But today I'm going to talk about some of my weight loss hacks that just try and cut through some of the BS that's out there at the moment. Because, you know, when New Year rolls around, and particularly at this time of year now that the kids are back at school and you're able to get your routine back, you know, many of us start thinking about how we can live a healthier lifestyle. And weight loss is one of the most common goals set during January. And often at this time of year, people potentially have fallen off their wagon. And weight loss is super important from the context of anti-aging because it is an an absolute um, source of 
inflammation in the body and inflammation leads to inflammaging. And if we can keep a healthy weight, I'm not saying getting super skinny, just a healthy weight, you will potentially lengthen your life. So instead of reaching for the latest fad diet, I encourage you to look at how you can lose weight in a healthy way because healthy weight loss is sustainable weight loss. So let's see what, let's have a look at what you can do to lose weight without resorting to crazy calorie restriction or extreme exercise regimes. So firstly, let's talk about food. Most fad diets will have you cut foods out, right? Whether it's cutting carbs for keto, cutting fat, or restricting calories in general, it is a miserable way to live. But the good news is you can switch up this mindset and focus on including more nourishing foods rather than restricting foods. And why does this work? So whole foods contain more micronutrients that fuel your body's metabolism. So last week I was talking about metabolism. If you didn't see that, oh, listen to that podcast, go back and have a look at that one. Um, Whole foods are packed with fiber and protein that keep you satiated. So you're not going to get hungry as easily. Nourishing whole foods also help to reduce inflammation that can contribute to insulin resistance, thyroid disease, and other weight saboteurs. So fill your plate up with foods such as eggs and dairy, and often sheep's dairy is better tolerated than cow, fish and seafood, high quality proteins, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds. There's a whole thing about nuts where I often, when I'm talking to people about weight loss, one of the things they exclude is nuts because of the calorie content. And again, this is where calories in falls over because we know from research that people that eat nuts regularly are far more likely to maintain a healthy weight and far less likely to have diabetes. So nuts, don't worry about them in terms of calories, please. Um, And they're really nutritious. Uh, So whole grains, uh, fruit and veggies, Herbs and spices, definitely, you've got to keep that flavor up, particularly if you are someone that is really addicted to sugar or really addicted to processed foods or you use a lot of those um, packet sources and things like that. I know they're great because they're really easy and quick and when you're short on time, they can really make a a meal taste really yummy, but a lot of them are full of crap. So go and have a look at your packets in your pantry, look at the ingredients. So if there are things in there that you don't recognize, if there are numbers, then it's not great for you. So use your herbs, your spices, things like that to give your food flavor. So it starts to become a mindset, uh, kind of refocus. So it's not about focusing on all of the foods that I can't eat right now. It's about What are all of the amazing foods that I can include in my eating? So I hope that helps. Um, And aim for about 80% whole foods and about 20% bonus foods or treat foods that you enjoy. And even if you make it a rule to have these foods as 80% of your intake, you'll be well on your way to a healthy weight as long as your portion size is right for you. And when I'm working with people, even people that have really healthy 
kind of foods that they're eating, often we may have an idea that we can eat as much of those healthy foods as we want, but it's still going to be, if you're in, wanting to look at weight loss specifically, you're going to be wanting to make sure that your portion sizes are right for you. And some of this comes down to eating mindfully so that you're smelling your food, you're looking at your food, you're not distracted when you're eating, you're chewing your food really well, you're swallowing, and you're eating at a good regular pace rather than a fast pace. And that will help with knowing when you are full because it takes around 20 minutes for your stomach to tell your brain that it's full. So if you eat really quick, it's really easy to overeat. So even if it's really healthy food, you don't want to be overeating that um, because particularly if you're wanting to lose weight. All right. So that's what I'm going to say about food. Find fun ways to move your body. Exercise is pretty important. I mean, again, when you're looking at weight loss, it's about 80% food, 20% movement. Um, But the thing is, exercise is a must, not just to optimize your body composition, but, you know, it's for your mind, for your stress management, to release endorphins, to get yourself out in nature, to get yourself in community. You know, there's nothing worse than working out in a way that you hate. So find something that you love to do. If you hate going to the gym or hate going for jogs, just break up with those forms of movement. You know, you don't have to go do stuff that you hate. Why don't you go dancing? Why don't you go and, I don't know, join a community walking group or something or go bushwalking on the weekends? Um what else? I mean, I love, as you know, because I talk about a lot, reformer Pilates. Uh, I love yoga. I love walking my dogs. You know, maybe go and volunteer at a local um, animal shelter to walk the dogs for them or do something like that. So, you know, gardening is a great form of exercise and it's fantastic for your mind, your stress management, uh, your connection to nature. So, Find fun ways to move your body. Don't feel like you have to flog yourself at the gym because even a brisk walk where you can only just hold a conversation, that is you in fat burning zone. So you don't have to really flog yourself unless you really enjoy it. If you really enjoy flogging yourself, then go for it. Um, And you know, it's once you know what you enjoy doing and what you think, well, I'm going to keep doing that, um, aim for two to three movement sessions a week to start with and you know if it's dancing and you're thinking oh I don't want to go to a you know to to a group kind of thing dance at home it's a great way to to burn off energy to have fun to have a laugh um I did that a lot during the pandemic uh at the end to kind of split the end of the workday with the start of the the kind of evening was to just throw in some music and just do a dance. It just really shifts your energy and changes your mindset around where you're at in your fatigue level, where you're at in your stress level. So yeah, that is some advice there. So food, find fun ways to move your body, put yourself to bed early. If your goal is to lose weight healthily, you need to look into more than just nutrition and movement. A commonly skipped piece of the puzzle is getting plenty of high quality sleep. In fact, poor sleep can really sabotage your weight loss efforts. And if your nutrition 
is great and your exercise is in place, but you're not sleeping well, it's going to impact your ability to lose weight. And why is this? Like, I think people used to think that it's because you're just going to go straight to the fridge. And I've got to be honest, when I worked in corporate, if I wasn't sleeping, I would get up and I'd go and have something to eat. Sometimes I'd make myself a piece of toast. Like I'd do all sorts of things and eat during the night. And it often I would go to sleep afterwards. And so I that became quite a regular thing for me when I was struggling with insomnia in my previous kind of line of work. But the thing is, it's not about that. That's not the reason poor sleep impacts on weight loss. So if you're thinking, oh, well, no, I'm just lying in bed. I'm not eating. So it's not going to impact my ability to lose weight. Um, there's actually a few other factors at play here, including, um, uh, you know, there's things that go on at, during the night. Sorry, not during the night, but when we're asleep, there's a lot of processes that go on in our body. And if we're awake, those things don't get completed properly. And the body is designed to have at least kind of seven, eight, nine, whatever hours without eating or drinking during the night. And you actually, there's actually a, a, a process that goes on that regulates your blood sugar level and keeps it at a level that is going to keep all of those other chemical reactions and things going on in the body going, giving you enough energy for that. But it also keeps this beautiful, nice, stable blood glucose so that you're not waking up in the night needing to eat. So if you disrupt that, then you will be hungrier in the morning and in the day. And that will just throw off your ability to, I guess, eat properly. Um, you'll also have a lower tolerance for stress. You may have elevated cortisol levels. And this can impact your thyroid function. It can also um, disrupt your glucose metabolism and make you crave sugar and carbs. Um, You can get increased hunger hormones leading to more calories being consumed. You can get reduced insulin sensitivity and higher insulin resistance, which again contributes to more cravings for sweet, unhealthy food choices. And often when I'm talking to people about their sleep in our initial consults, I'll always ask, well, how many hours a night of sleep are you getting? And if they say, I don't know, six hours, I say, well, what time are you going to bed? And it's like 11 o'clock. And it's like, well, okay, um, let's talk about how we can get you to bed earlier so that you can actually get more than six hours of sleep. Even though you might feel good, you might, I used to feel like, oh, I only need six hours. That's fine. But it's a completely different way of being when you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep versus six. So, and I've said this before, (laughs) if you're having issues with sleep, you need to do something about it. And an easy way to tell if you're getting enough sleep is do a quick assessment of how you feel when you wake up. Do you feel energized and ready to jump into your day? Or are you constantly reaching for coffee to give yourself a jump start? Are you, you know, when I've slept well, I will wake up often before my alarm and I'll be like, I can't wait to get out of bed and get into this. Versus if I've had a terrible night's sleep, then I'm just lying there going, I never want to get out of bed. So really look at that and take that seriously. Um, And obviously this is going to depend on the stage of life that you're at as well. If you have young kids that are waking up, 
you know, there's not a lot you can do about that. And you just have to manage that till you get through that season. But if you're not in that season, then sleep is super important. Um, another tip is stay zen. It's another overlooked saboteur. Stress. Unfortunately, the human body, our stress response is very, very un, what's the word? Unevolved. It's reptilian. We can't tell the difference between being attacked by a wild animal and your boss piling even more work on your overloaded plate or having bills to pay that you're really stressed about. So it kicks in with these protective mechanisms to, to save your life because as I've said many times, we are wired for survival. Stay with us. We'll be right back. How would you like to have increased energy, balanced hormones, glowing skin, and your ideal weight in just three months? Sounds awesome, right? Imagine having your very own hormone balancing and weight loss strategy totally personalized to you based on your body biochemistry to release excess weight, say goodbye to pesky meriperi menopause symptoms, and decrease inflammation in your body which of course leads to decreased inflammaging. That's right, ladies, there are age-defying benefits as well. Oh, and of course, you have me at your fingertips for expert support so you never feel stuck or confused. I love supporting women on their weight loss journeys, and I've packaged up the award-winning Metabolic Balance Program with my signature hormone management system, giving you the GLOW Protocol. This 12-week one-to-one coaching program is you and me, nailing down your health and weight loss goals, creating your personalized plan using your blood tests, a thorough health assessment, and your food preferences. And then we get started with me supporting you every step of the way. Even if you've tried everything, even if you have resistant weight and complex medical conditions, the power of personalized nutrition, mindset coaching, and my support is transformational and gets results. And I'm not even exaggerating, even if I do say myself. So if you're ready to embrace feeling like your younger self again, lose excess weight, manage health conditions, and regain your confidence, you can just DM me at Susie Garden Wellness or email me hello at susiegarden.com and I'll pop a link in the show notes. Kicks in with these protective mechanisms such as increasing your appetite, giving you more sweet junk food cravings so that you have a quick energy hit making your cells resistant to insulin, slowing down your metabolic rate by reducing your thyroid function, storing as much energy as possible into the body, particularly around the abdomen. So if you want to lose weight healthily, especially around the belly, it's time to assess your stress. So have a think about this. Have a think about your stress right now. On a scale of one to 10, with 10 out of 10 being the most stress you can imagine, one out of 10 being no stress whatsoever. Where would you rate yourself out of 10 right now? Don't overthink it. Come up with a number. Okay. So if your number is around four, that is ideal. We actually need some stress to get 
things done. And if your stress level is kind of around one, do you feel unmotivated? Like, is there something going on? Like, because most of us, the majority of people are sitting at around that three to four. Three to four is a good way to be. If you are five or above, then you probably need to look at what are you doing to help manage your stress? Because we know, obviously, a lot of the time we can't actually do much about our stressors, right? Um, we have to work. <laughs> Most of us do. Uh, we uh, you know, have relationships that perhaps aren't ideal all 100% of the time. Uh, might be fighting with our kids. Might be fighting with other people in our lives or there may be stressful things going on like illness, so many things that cause us stress in our daily life, right? And with interest rate rises, with cost of living rises, all this sort of stuff, you can't cut out all sources of stress. However, you can work on improving your stress resilience, your ability to manage your stress. And that for many of us can be a very easy daily practice that doesn't actually take any time in your day once you learn it. So um, managing your stress is a very, very important and overlooked part of weight management. The other thing is getting accountable. To lose weight healthily, you can't just do something once. You need some to develop some habits and you need to have some systems set up to keep your healthy patterns going. As I mentioned before, like we're in February when I'm recording this and a lot of People that have started off really strong in their New Year's resolutions, the majority have dropped off by now. And it's because we have a tendency to slip back into the more comfortable. Uber Eats and wine after a hard day, skipping the workout, scrolling Instagram past midnight. You know, we've all done it. Um, That's why accountability and support from an external source is critical for most people to make lasting change. And this could be as simple as enlisting a friend or your partner for workouts, uh, for meal planning, uh, or if you want to make really big changes with zero excuses, it might be time to bring in a health expert who can not only tailor your healthy living plan, but also keep you motivated when life gets tough. Because this is the thing, when you when you have someone to keep you accountable, it makes all the world of difference. I know when I used to have a PT, I, you know, I had to go. I'd prepaid my sessions, I'd locked in a time. Didn't matter if I'd had a bad sleep, it didn't matter if I was stressed, it didn't matter what else was going on, I had to turn up for my PT session. And even now with my Pilates, I book the class in advance. I've can I think cancel I have to give six hours notice so if I'm going to a morning class I have to go otherwise I get charged so and it's great because it means I have to go there's no excuses and same with like meal planning that is key that is absolutely key because when you're hungry you need to have your food available otherwise it's the chocolate that's going to get eaten it's the ice cream that's going to get in so there's another tip is to just to get that food out of the house Um, so that it's not there for you. If you want it, I know for myself, if I want that kind of food, I can go out and get it, but I don't make it easy for me to have junk food and having accountability is one of the key things 
to get results and one of the key reasons people sign up to work with me. And that's why if you look at my Instagram, I'm often posting about my clients' results. And that's why within two to three weeks, people can achieve really significant weight loss and energy improvements and sleep improvements and all the rest that goes on when you lose weight and when you are eating really well. You see these results within weeks of beginning your program, sometimes within one to two weeks. And that can really be that catalyst that keeps you going, that keeps you motivated, that keeps you going, yes, this is working, this is awesome, I'm nearly there at my goal. And I guess that probably brings me back to my final hack is looking at what you're doing as being a lifelong kind of journey. And when I say that, I don't mean that it's lifelong that you're on a really strict diet. Not at all. It's about getting to your goal, whether it's a health-related goal, whether it's a weight-related goal, whatever it is, getting to that goal and then having a maintenance plan so that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it, but also maintain all of those amazing gains that you've maintained. And again, that's why working with someone who knows what they're doing can be really helpful because there's a big difference between being in a weight loss mode and being in a maintenance mode. So just, I guess, to sum up, if you're looking at losing weight healthily in a really sustainable way so that this is actually for the long haul, you know, not just for six weeks, not just for a challenge, just to really actually get um, your health back on track. Because what I'm going to talk about next week is the yo-yo effect. And that's, that's the big risk you take if you do a challenge for a short period of time. And then you just go back to doing what you were doing before. So hang around for that one. That's going to be juicy. Um, But I'm just summarizing the hacks I've been talking about. So add in nourishing foods and change your mindset around that so that you're enjoying all of the foods that you can eat rather than thinking about the foods that you can't. Find fun ways to move your body. So it feels like fun and not like exercise. Put yourself to bed early. How's your sleep? really assess that and go, actually, I'm not sleeping that well. And it might be actually even helpful to diarize that. When I say that, it's like a track, how many hours of sleep you're getting every night. Stay zen, stay zen, stress management. I know I bang on this, bang on about this a lot, but we really underestimate the effect of stress on our bodies and minds and our weight. Fifth, get accountable, whether that's with a friend, whether that's with a partner, whether that's with Uh, a health practitioner, a PT, some sort of expert that can help you. Getting accountable is key. So I hope that's been helpful. If you have any questions, you want to DM me, that would be awesome. If there's anything you want me to address on the podcast, that would be awesome as well. Have a great week and I'll be back next week talking about the yo-yo effect. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of The Wellness Glow. I hope you loved what you heard here and are excited for the potential to improve your health and increase your lifespan. If this resonated with you, then please screenshot this podcast and share it with your friends. Hashtag The Wellness Glow Podcast.